0: Tasting Anarchy, your wine and liberty podcast. Join Mason and Jake each week as they try new wines and discover how much government is in your drink. Hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of Tasting Anarchy. We are going to get back to business. Oh, it's going Tasting again. Tasting Anarchy, your wine and I don't know how to I don't know how to stop it. There we go. All right. Well, we're going to get back to wine business this week, but we're also yeah. going to integrate the most exciting event of the year, at least as far as I'm concerned, Childeberg. Yeah, uh, this year is Childeberg
1: only, 3. There's only like one event more exciting to me, and that's my daughter's birthday. Um, but that's because she, she'll be five. So, you know, every birthday is super exciting at that age. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I'm uh, super looking forward to Childeberg. You're Jake, I'm Mason. So we're tasting anarchy. Uh, Jake and I were hard at work uh, planning for Childeberg. Veer, um at least that's what i'm calling it and we'll see how well it catches on with the rest of us is that four in german it is four in german that would work that
0: would work yeah and then actually there could be actually several connections because veer and beer sound very close Mm -hmm. yeah and i well we won't reveal it yet but there may be some beer related stuff going on at childrenberg four but i guess but i I keep getting ahead of myself on on 4 because i do want to talk about it but we're two weeks out of children out from children three. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, let's, let's, I guess, Let's yeah. keep my focus on that <laughs> for now.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Childeberg 3, uh, for those who don't know, it's not going to be at Long Metropolitan Park as much as I want that to be the case, just from a easier for me to say. Uh, but it's going to be at the Muleshoe Bend recreational area, just like Childeberg 2. Um, it's going to be the 29th through the 31st of 2021 in May. Uh, so that's Memorial Day weekend, ending on Memorial Day itself. Um be I mean, fantastic time. We were looking at the weather. We're close enough out, or close enough that predictions are kind of good. I think what was the max like eighty eight, and for Texas, that's pretty good. And then no rain. Uh, so hopefully, we won't have some pretty strong rains like the last two times.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm very excited about that. They, I guess, they probably won't put out the forecast uh, for that Monday until tomorrow i guess but uh yeah it's looking clear it looks like uh we're gonna have just fantastic weather um all all of you know everything is really falling into place we're gonna have a great time at uh iron wolf Mm -hmm. and uh you know swimming in the lake i think you and i might try uh, our own personal tradition this year and we'll reveal that to everybody at Childeberg.
1: Uh, after we've and- done it so no one can uh, copy us at the time <laughs> right yeah exactly <laughs> if it all goes exactly. wrong yeah right <laughs> uh, one of us one of us ends up at the bottom of the lake <laughs> <laughs> well we might have to like coir- <laughs> uh get jared to spot us a bit <laughs> yeah right yeah exactly uh
0: but yeah i think i think it's going to be really really fun i'm extremely excited uh, if, you know, we still have tickets available for the show. We are out of campsites, but we do still have tickets available for the show. If anybody mm-hmm. wants to go over to com and get tickets, it's pay what you want. Uh, obviously we appreciate the higher price tickets, uh, but mm-hmm. we would also just appreciate y'all showing up because it is going to be a lot of fun. You want me to yeah. go through who's going to be at the show?
1: I was going to say, Jacob what is this show you're talking about? This is a uh, new tradition for Childerberg. So it's that first true. annual on the third annual. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The
0: first annual on the third annual uh, <laughs> Childerberg music and comedy show mm-hmm. uh, for music. We've got, uh, I, I still don't know exactly how to say his name. And I've listened to the erase the state episode with him on it. Like twice now, mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, I think it's qu- crazy. Like as in Crazy. But it mm. also could be queasy, as in easy queasy.
1: Makes sense. But I think sense.
0: it's I think it's quazy, like crazy. Gotcha. But I don't know for sure. <laughs> I'm and gonna ask him at Childrenburg. Yeah. But uh, really great hey, EDM. Been, uh, messing, oh, I
1: was gonna say we've been messing this up this entire time.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Really, yeah. really good EDM artist out of uh, Los Angeles area. Ooh. And, um, but he's not going to do EDM. I don't think at the show, he's just going to do a- acoustic, but he's got a lot of his own original acoustic music. So he, uh, he might do some covers and stuff. And there's yeah. been some talk that Nikki P is going to try to like rally up. Oh, speaking of other people who are going to be there, Nikki P, uh, mm-hmm. of, uh, peace freaks formerly sounds like Liberty. He's going to come and play And then like well. also
1: six other shows. <laughs>
0: That's right. He does. <laughs> what has he got? Uh, free markets, green earth. And yeah. Anarchy in space and other stuff. I know, I, I I know he's got some other ones two in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's been talking about maybe getting the other artists that are going to be there to kind of get up and do a couple of songs with him. So he mm-hmm. he's, he's very professional. Like he does bars and he does his own original music. He also does a mm-hmm. lot of covers and he's very talented. And then uh, we have a seven piece band, Owen Glass and the Palace Saints. Uh, and they will be closing out the music section uh, with uh, a, a nice performance. You can get their album. I think it's actually, yeah, it's just free, I think, on Spotify. It's
1: uh, called The Rope and the Rabbit. It's, mm-hmm.
0: um, have you listened to it? I think I would, I mean, they, on their I, sites, I started, they, just, I, yeah. So
1: the, the first time you told me about it, I thought it was called The Rape of the Rabbit. And I was just like, I'm not going to listen to that.
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah.
1: And then um, you, you corrected me very kindly and I listened to like the beginning of it, and it was just one of those. I wasn't in, like, I think I was getting ready to work out, and like, I normally listen to like death metal like, before yeah, I, yeah. when I work out. Um, I, I've been doing a lot of podcasts recently, but like, normally I listen to death metal, um, specifically Amon Amaroth, uh, see my uh Peace Freaks former show's name, Sounds Like Liberty episode, where I talk about them, but yeah, like that was like what I was kind of leaning towards, I, I've got to go back to it. And plus like, I hate Spotify, but oh, yeah. Apple has updated their podcast app where like Scott Horton's show just doesn't update anymore. Oh, weird. And I'm, be- I'm beginning to think like, I haven't seen peace freaks put anything out in a while, but I'm beginning to think it's because my phone, like I updated to iTunes something and it's just not posting. I don't know. But yeah. So um, yeah, I definitely got to check that out again. Um, yeah. you know, real so I quick, would I it, thought as it was what, four like, bands. Like,
0: Three no, three, three, three music three blacks, okay. four comedians.
1: Gotcha. Okay. I thought it was four and four, but that, yeah, that's no, on
0: three, me. Yeah. Three and four. So and uh yeah, so of the Rabbit, I think it's like indie indie folk is I think how they describe it. And I think that fits pretty well. Uh mm-hmm. it's it's really cool music. It's a little bit psychedelic, a little bit a little bit country kind of, but more folksy. And mm-hmm. uh I, I actually really like it. I listen to that album quite a bit. It comes up on my Spotify playlist. Uh it's mixed with basically 90s alternative and weird ethereal stuff, but also their stuff is mixed in there too. So uh, it's a very good album. And then uh, comedy, we've got Micah Brown, who's a very funny comedian out of uh, the Dallas area. He, I think, is associated with uh, the Hyenas in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then also associated with Hyenas, but in Fort Worth, is Brian Breckenridge, Uh, who is also very funny. I saw him, he opened, he was like the local opener for um, Shane Gillis Mm -hmm. and just was, he was so hilarious, but he had like, there was something about his comedy that I was just, I knew he was a libertarian. And so I talked to him after the show and was like, hey, do you want to come down and do comedy at Childerberg? And he was like, yes, that sounds awesome. Uh, So he turns out he's like, he's a Tom Woods guy, Ron Paul guy. Uh, conspiracy theory guy, all that sort of stuff. So he's gonna fit right in. He's he's a cool dude. Yeah. Um, then uh, Kyle Ruff, who's a comedian out of Colorado. Uh, he is, I think, it's Steamboat Comedy is uh, the the comedy that he's associated with. Very funny guy. You can see some of his stuff up on YouTube. Uh, I've just seen his YouTube stuff, uh, but but very funny. And then, uh, of course, the the headliner of comedy for. Us uh, is Robbie the Fire Bernstein of the Run Your Mouth podcast and the co-host of uh, Dave Smith's show, uh, Part of the Problem. Part of, yeah, Part of the Problem. Yep. And it is I, – I mean, it's going to be – I've gotten so much more into comedy in, like, the last <laughs> two years, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I was never really that into it. I, I don't think the entire time you've known me, that I've ever been really that into comedy. I, I think you have, but,
1: like – more more like a podcast comedy yeah like, yeah you yeah, know yeah like
0: Tom Steve Dave or yeah. Kevin Smith stuff although Kevin Smith's on my uh on my like dislike list right now because he's a double masker and that really drives me
1: nuts but yeah uh, but he, he also lives in California and he's got true. a lot of leftist friends plus like he had that heart attack so like here's the thing is like I think it's stupid but if you feel that you're in danger and you think that's gonna help you great just don't expect me to do anything.
0: Well, I'll tell so, you my other, my other big problem with it is he's also left this more on a lot of times. So. He is a lot of times, but the other problem with it is that he, like somebody told him first of all, I don't think this happened, but maybe it did somebody while he was out doing his hiking to say, uh, more slender than he used to be. Some, somebody told him that two masks was overkill and he told the guy Batman wears a mask. But my big problem with that is, and he knows this, he's a comic book fan. Batman's mask covers everything on his face except for his mouth. <laughs> it's the opposite of his mask. It's a cowl. Yeah, it's a it's cowl. A it's, a, it's a very different thing. And, anyways, that aside, uh, I do like those types of things. But, like, this last year, like, going to live comedy shows here in Dallas and Fort Worth mm-hmm. has been just a lot of fun. And yeah. because it's kind of a slightly larger metropolitan area, uh, well, actually, not slightly, much larger metropolitan area. Uh, they just get a lot more acts and it's mm-hmm. also very inexpensive
1: and well, it's, it's also like with Joe Rogan moving to Austin, like yeah. there's a lot more comedy people coming through kind of to be near him. And yeah. especially if people that while you may not agree with their politics, you know, and everything like that, they're much more, they're much closer than like, you know, the, like Hannah Glasby or like there is, there was some like Australian person who got up there and people were just like on Netflix and they're just like, she doesn't tell a single joke. Like yeah. it was just like a wokeism event. So, but yeah, like I, you know, that that's the thing is there's going to be for what sounds like great comedians up there. Robbie's going to be killing it. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. So that's going to go three to nine 30. Um, that's right. Yep and uh so i think about two actually probably probably 145 or so i'm gonna start driving people over depending on the crowd of who needs a ride um so we're gonna be using the wine van to shuttle people to um iron wolf so if you're planning to drink um hopefully not to excess because it's going to be, I mean, it's, it's going to be nice, but it's going to be warm. So, you know, we want people to stay hydrated, but uh, we're going to be running the wine van over and uh, running people back after the event, after the show wraps itself. So that's going to be super sweet. And then speaking of comedy, I think there are a few people who may want to do some comedy um, that won't really get to see some stage time just because this really has routed out to a like, actual like comedy show
0: yeah like Um, really like well that that's i mean sort of behind the scenes stuff this all fell into place jacob style so incredibly well it i at first i was kind of like i don't know how i'm going to fill out all of this time Mm -hmm. and then just everything fell into place and it's like i don't actually need to fill out the time the time is actually filled itself out basically and it's just going to be a action-packed show from start to finish there's going to be people up like the entire time. Uh, so yeah, like, like you're saying, there's a couple of amateur comedians or I wouldn't even say amateur, just people who like to do a little bit of stand standup. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what we may do, and here's, here's another nice little announcement that uh, I think Robbie's made on his show. He's going to be doing, um, I guess you'd call it a live podcast because it'll be live to us, mm-hmm. but it won't be live to the people who listen to the podcast, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so he'll be doing a live podcast after the comedy show back at the campsites. Nice. So I think it might be fun if, um, since we'll have, you know, some people who want to listen to that, maybe we can get the, uh, the people who want to do, you know, five minutes of their routine, just kind of do five minutes of their routine. And, uh, for the audience at the campsites that I think that I'll, I'll offer it to them. I don't know if, if they, they want to do that or not, but I think it'll well, be fun. My,
1: my plan was to do it on Sunday morning. So oh, that'd be fun too. like to, you know, let everybody, disperse for the evening as they're going to disperse, um, from Saturday. Cause one of the things is going to be kind of rough for the end of the end of the show is if we need to really, you know, use the wine van to get a good amount of people back. Yeah. I'll take that's going to be a, a good amount of trips. Yeah. So that's why I was thinking like, Hey, on Sunday, um, before, um, we do the meat tasting before we head out to Spicewood. We might have, you know, gather people around who want to do some stuff and kind of, we won't really have a stage, but we'll kind of give people that opportunity sure. to, yeah. you know, kind of like, Hey, everybody sit down shut the hell up, and <laughs> you know, treat it like, like we could have given them the stage time, which we would want, which we want to do if we had the ability, yeah. you know, like if, if we needed some fillers time and stuff like that, we would totally be doing it. Plus like, you know, they're going to be switchovers on between at least for the bands. So if people want to be telling comedy, not on the stage, but like doing, you know, kind of like close to the people standing around them, crowd work, they can yeah. um, just keep in mind that like, once the band's ready, they're going to play. And then yeah. obviously we don't want people doing that in between uh, sets unless they're right somebody famous who might possibly be able to come who knows, but <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I do have so- some announcements that I wanted to do real Ooh, quick, yeah. uh, that Iron Wolf asked me to put out. I put this out in the newsletter. Uh, mm-hmm. if you're not signed up for the newsletter, go over to childerberg.com and sign up. But, uh, they wanted me to remind everybody that, uh, there is no outside food or drinks, uh, allowed at Iron Wolf. Uh, but there is a food truck there. It's, uh, Carrego's pizza wings and more. Um, and I don't, did you eat their food last year? I ate it. I ate a piece of their pizza. I thought it was very good.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was like, as the thing is like, I, I clearly got like heat stroke or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I was really drowned in water at, um, Iron Wolf, but I think like I'm gonna like basically full my, uh, 40 ounce, um, what's it called? Uh, Hydro flask, hydro flask with ice. Okay, And then water it and then have some water, like have a big thing of water in the wine van and just refill it. It's like, I was killing water while we were there and I was still pretty like dehydrated yeah. before Yeah, we you, d-
0: you did get pretty dehydrated, which- uh, Yeah. Is, and like I, I mean, it, it is hot though. And that's kind of, it's like, sometimes it's deceptively hot or like deceptively cool. It's still hot enough that you're sweating the entire time.
1: Yeah. And that, that's the thing is like, I didn't drink any liquor at Iron Wolf- Um, like I was just not ready for any of it, but like, I also was only drinking like those little triangular cone cups. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to be killing some water. So, um, yeah, yeah, obviously no outside food or drink, um, makes sense. Did they have any other, uh, and then there's going to be the food truck.
0: Uh, the food truck's going to be there. The other thing that they wanted me to remind everybody is that, uh, feel free to bring your dogs, uh, -hmm. because they are dog friendly, but make sure the dogs are on a leash Um, And then also this is actually not from them specifically. This is something that has been going around the Childeberg related chats on discord and Twitter is there is a nine hole disc golf course at iron wolf.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, So
0: if you, if you'd like to organize a disc golf game or several, I mean, I am sure there's enough people that you could probably get a couple games going. Um, There is, there's a nine hole course there. And then something that I'm very excited for, there's a horseshoes pit there. And I love horseshoes. Um, so, and I haven't played horseshoes in forever, probably yeah. six or seven years. And, uh, but you know, they've got a nice, a full pit and everything. So you'll be able to, during the music portion, especially, uh, you'll be able to hear the music from all of the yard games area. I don't know how, I don't know how far out the disc golf course goes, but in all the yard games area, they have bocce, they have uh rings, they have, yeah. um, horseshoes, all those types of things, cornhole. Uh, so you'll be able to hear the music and just kind of like walk around and play games and stuff like that. So, uh, just kind of giving people an idea of what there is. There's also tours of the distillery. Uh, Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll have to put your name on like a waiting list, but you'll be able to hear the music while you're doing the tour as well. Yeah. Uh, and And then
1: just, it'll be a lot of fun. And their, their actual, uh, bottle room will be open this time because they go sell bottles. Um, but big thing is if you're bringing your animal, bring spare water. Yes bring something for your animal to eat and bring bags for, you know what? That's (laughs) right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, you know, yeah, somebody's probably gonna have a spare one, but don't be that guy who, you know, brings your horse like dog that leaves (laughs) the horse like stuff and just leaves it. You know, I understand if like the dog goes and you're, you're trying to scramble for a bag and it get lost, like it happens, but don't be that guy. Yeah, exactly. With you. Um, And then don't, and you know, if you're going to come with your animal, come with someone else. So that way, if you need to take a break or something like that, like use the bathroom or something like that, you're not having somebody, some random person watch your animal. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, those are be, just, you know, be a good animal owner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh,
0: so um, now that we've got, do we, do you have any
1: more children' work stuff you want to announce? Um, so, I am shipping a kettlebell to you, uh, oh, that's so right. I can yes. grow my kettlebell family. So I will be doing kettlebell nonsense. Um, so for those who like to work out with kettlebells, it'd uh, be a, uh, 16 kilogram, 35, uh, pound one coming out. And it's going to be a rogue fitness one. It will be a brand new bell. Um, so I'll be breaking that in just for my own personal exercise, uh, things, but it'll be available for those who know what they're doing and promise to not be stupid with it. Um, I'll be putting it in the wine van during the day so it doesn't get Texas sun hot. Cause it's black cast. iron. <laughs> so You know, <laughs> right. it's a radiator. Um, but you know, if you're looking for it, let me know. I can definitely bring it out. I'll have some fun with it. Um, like we said, Will and Jared, or we didn't say Will and Jared, uh, peaceful treason are going to be auctioning off a carver, uh, like a one-off custom growler that they had commissioned. Um, so proceeds from that is going to, the Childerberg slash free Ross fund, uh, Rallo, when he gets out on Sunday, is going to be au- auctioning or doing a 50, 50 raffle for his fruitcake. Um, was it Luke? Uh,
0: yeah, Luke said he's going to, yeah. uh, well, I, I don't want to promise it for him, but, yeah. uh, he, he may be bringing some of his, uh, home brew down and, and maybe we'll do a little auction or auction tickets off to do the tastings or yeah. something. Cause it's going to be a limited supply. Um, yep. but I think it'll be fun.
1: And then, um, Oh my goodness. I know his real name, but I don't remember. Agora Brewing? Brewing. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be doing a mead tasting, um, before we go out to Spicewood. Um, yep. so, uh,
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep.
1: Yep. Or is it, a, it might be after one, one way or the other, but we're doing yeah. a, a mead I tasting. I, put it in one of the
0: newsletters. I just can't remember which one.
1: Yeah. But you know, not everybody has the newsletters and I don't know if we have yep. links to the old newsletters on the site, but either way. Um, yeah. so it's going to be a fantastic time. Um, like Jacob said, campsites are fully, uh, spoken for, um, and then we, but we do still have tickets available to the, um, uh, comedy and music festival. It's pay what you like. If you can pay, it's great. If you can only kick in five bucks, that's great. Um, if you want to kick in Fiat at the event, uh, Jacob is six, five, I've got scoliosis and kyphosis. So I'm like the hunch, not a hunchback, but like, I've got really bad posture, uh, and a mustache. I'm also on the shirts for that's right, yeah. uh, one version not, of the shirt. Yeah, so are you? Yeah, yep. That's um, right. But yeah, you can find Jacob or I will or Jared, um, Rallo, if it's on Sunday, um, or Monday, I mean, either way he'll find us, um, yeah. car, um, he'll be around, you know, any of those guys, you know, any of the main people, Schilderberg people, if you want to donate, um, in hard currency or something like that, um, certainly glad to take that too. And anything else over the cost of childerberg goes to FreeRoss.org, and we are hoping to more than double our donations this year and i won't say that number out loud um, yeah. but we'll hopefully be able to put something out yeah. what would you say if, the if, week of week after childerberg is over
0: yeah if you're a good With, sleuth you can go you can go back and look in uh the childerberg feed i think we posted how much it was yeah. last year but i don't remember the exact number so i don't want to say
1: Exactly, so we're trying to double that and get to the kind of the even plateau. For those of you who find the number, you'll know what that means. Um, and yeah, so it's going to be a great time. Going to be lots of fun. Um, hope to see you there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, you want to get th- into
0: the tasting anarchy gonna stuff?
1: I was going to say, I think you have a uh, wine to go over. I do, uh, even and- though you haven't had any alcohol in forever, and I have been yeah. killing alcohol over here. <laughs> I I have taken a break for this month on Mm -hmm. alcohol.
0: Uh, I've had, I had one beer, um, uh, at a baseball game or two beers maybe. But, um, I do, I want to go over this one because I've been saving it for a while. And it's one of those things that, you know, I hate doing negative reviews for stuff, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's one that we've talked about several times because they went public on the stock exchange. Um, and it was, uh, or the, the parent company went public. This is, uh, decoy there it's the uh 2018 red blend uh i do have a negative review for it like i said i i hate having negative reviews but i just did not (laughs) think it was very good uh but it, it, it it again it's just it's just called uh it's called 2018 decoy limited napa valley red wine um i'll tell you what's in it it's uh 43% Merlot, 25% Zivadel, 24% Cabernet Sauvignon, 8% Tempranillo. Um, It's Cooper Aged, 40% in New French Oak. Uh, Doesn't say what the rest of it is, but 40% New French uh, for 14 months. Um, Yeah, so I'm trying to think of like the best way. So it did have normal red wine flavors that, and and Mm -hmm. flavors that I typically like a lot, a lot of that kind of juicy and very California. So a lot of like that sort of juicy blackberry, juicy black cherry. Uh, It had nice, nice tannins, good structure, good mouthfeel. A lot of things were really good about it, but there was just one off flavor that I could not take. And it was just this bizarre unsweetened chocolate flavor. Hmm. And I did not care for it one bit. I don't like unsweetened chocolate. I don't even really like chocolate that much, actually, except for chocolate ice cream. Um, but like, like Hershey bars or whatever is not not my thing. Um, and I especially don't like unsweetened chocolate. Mm-hmm. And and this had this like just very pronounced unsweetened chocolate, like dark chocolate flavor. And for whatever reason. It just, uh, I couldn't get over that. So the entire bottle, I mean, I did finish the bottle, so it wasn't like, ugh, I have to pour <laughs> it out. There, I've only ever poured out one bottle of wine, and it was because the, the cork had been damaged and the and the wine is bad. But mm-hmm. um, this was good enough that I finished it, and I actually wouldn't tell people don't ever buy it. it. If you like that kind of bitter, dark chocolate flavor, this might be fine for you, but it was such a strong, bitter flavor to me that, uh, I would probably not buy this wine again. Oh, and uh, you're
1: particularly sensitive to bitter. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing is like, I love, I like, I, I really do like chocolate. Um, but like, I like, I'm one of those guys, like, I like, gen- like, I don't generally go after candy bars. Like I mm. like just chocolate. Um, and I really do like dark chocolate. Okay. Like, cacao, like the super bitter stuff. Like, I don't have a problem with that. I really enjoy it. So to me, you were like describing it and I was like, okay, like those are good flavors. Then you're like unsweetened chocolate. And I was like, well, this sounds awesome. But then I also thought like, you know, like kind of the art, almost artificial chocolate flavor. Yeah. I'm not saying that you said anything that was. Well, it might
0: be, it might be like the, like, you know, that ice cream death by chocolate
1: um yes
0: well i, I know really, the flavor like people make of it yeah yeah i really like that ice cream the death by chocolate mm-hmm. ice cream and just plain old chocolate ice cream or like the soft serve or whatever like i like that yeah. and i think that must be the fake chocolate flavor um but like regular chocolate i'm just not crazy about and, and am well, I, I don't know what i maybe it's just because i like it the cool blend or whatever or the flavor is a little bit different because of the temperature
1: well, yeah, I was going to say, because like cold mutes the flavor a bit, but yeah. also like, I mean, you've been to Europe, you know uh-huh. that like the European, they like it's, you know, it's like, um, you know, when like something says it's genuine leather, like that's mm-hmm. the lowest quality leather. Yeah. So it's kind of like American chocolate is like, I mean, there are very high end chocolatiers in the United States. Yeah. But most US chocolate from big companies is of a lower quality compared to standard European chocolate. Now, mm-hmm. like the high end stuff like is all the same to me, but like, I think that's kind of the thing is like, I know like you've had, you know, Giridaldi's like, like those more expensive chocolates, which I'm, again, I'm not saying that they're, yeah. and I know you're not saying that I am, but like, they're not the most amazing chocolates ever, but right. you have had high end chocolate and and that's the thing is like, I'm not like, you know, you'd know that you don't like, but to me, like, I like chocolate and raspberry a lot as a flavor combination, mm-hmm. like chocolate ice cream with raspberry, like jam in it. Mm-hmm. So to me, that sounds good. But I also just kind of get that feeling of like, I'm, you know, cr- cruising along, it's red cherry. It's like, you know, this good red flavor. and Then all of a sudden, like bitter chocolate, which kind of sounds like a, like a, a a Like a, you know, like a discordant note when somebody's playing like jazz and they like yeah. totally hit the wrong key. That's what it sounds like to me to like, it just doesn't sound like the profile would be good. But again, that also might be just because you don't like it. And I'm kind of like, yeah, Jacob rarely says he doesn't like something. And there's very few things that you don't like that I do like. I, yeah. I tend to dislike, well, no, I really like most sushis. And there are very few that you do. So maybe that is wrong. But to yeah. me, it's like if Jacob doesn't like it, I'm probably not going to care for this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it is. It is It is very, it's very specific things, but it's kind of an interesting blend. I wouldn't, like the Zinfandel with uh, Tempranillo blend mm-hmm. is really interesting to me. Uh, I, I would definitely try a different blend a different one that had a blend mm-hmm. similar to this just because it would be interesting. Um, for the, the other thing that I think made me especially unhappy about it was that for the price point, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to enjoy it better. And it was cause it was, uh, it was actually on sale quote unquote at Kroger, uh, mm-hmm. for I think 26, but, uh, they Oof. have it listed on their website for 30. Oh man. Uh, So just a little higher than like, if it was like a $20, bottle like I, I probably wouldn't or 18 like i wouldn't have been as upset by it but like and and we always talk about going back to this the same thing i can get a bottle of a cab Sauv that i really like freak show for 16 dollars mm-hmm. um, and in this case i spent not quite well probably about 75 percent more i guess yeah and uh just did not care for it. And and maybe this is also the other reason why it kind of stuck in my craw was that this was the last alcoholic drink that I was going to have for until Childeberg. And, <laughs> and it wasn't good. And I was like, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> how unhappy. So this is one of those ones where like, because also you have kind of like, had kind of ramped down your wine consumption. Yeah. And like, especially the quality of the, not like... It's not like you were tr- tr- drinking cheap wine, but when you were really hitting last bottle wines and again oh, yeah. uh, tastingenergy.com, tastinganarchy.com um to get a what ten dollars off or yeah, is Yeah,
0: ten dollars. It no, it's ten dollars off your yeah. first purchase and it gives us a kickback. So yeah, I, I, so I like, would like definitely be appreciated.
1: Yeah. So like when you were really heavily ordering from them, I wonder if you would have enjoyed this bottle better. That's you know possible. what I mean? Like maybe been maybe been more in the taste or cause like that'd be one of those ones where I almost want to get one to have at Childerberg, mm-hmm. but I would want you to be kind of like back into it a bit before yeah. going like, Hey, try this. And like, both of us are going to be, um, not teetotalers necessarily at Childerberg, but have to be a lot more with it than we were in the last two years, just cause of administrative stuff that we need to make yeah. sure it keeps happening correctly. Plus I got to drive the wine van and be sober which I'm totally right. fine with,
0: and it's a 15 seater, so you're gonna have 14 yeah. people jibber jabbering in your ear. So you got to concentrate on dra- on driving. Well, <laughs> it's
1: my cult, and everybody can shut up, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you know, like that. But that's that's one of those ones where like I'd really kind of be interested because that's the same thing. Like I literally had to not do a a review tonight because my wife got us a pretty expensive bottle of wine. I mean, she was said it was north of 40. <sighs> when I asked her, I was like, is it over 40? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh. Um, and it's not bad, like, but I just didn't get a lot from it. And i was kind of like, okay, let me, let me, you know, mellow out because I had several like stouts today uh, before that. And I only had one glass of it and we had let it open up for like an hour or more, which is really rare for me. Um, so I was like, okay, let me, let me try this again later in the week after I've had a little bit of a cooling off period. Um, but like we were having a beef tenderloin, so like really strong red wine. And it, you know, it was a blend. Like I had shown you the blend and like, I think you've had one of the grapes (laughs) and like, I've not had any of them and it was pretty aggressive. Like on the the dryness. You want me to read them out
0: real quick? So, uh, I, I'm not 100% how to, sure how to pronounce this, but... Because uh, this is straight uh, to, Italian. Tulu, yeah. tulu-a maybe? Yeah. It's T-U-L-U-J. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm not really sure what that actually sounds like. No, no idea. But it's... Uh, f- the, the producer is a- Atha or Ata Ruia, A-T-H-A, then a new word, R-U-I-A, and mm-hmm. then uh, Po... Poderi so P O D E R I um so they so they have it it's it's a it's a dry wine uh, according to their website uh it's uh 70% Carnignano which i believe is just Cardon um but i think that's the way that the italians say it um mm-hmm. 20% Cannau uh C A N N O N A U and then this one, I'm pretty sure, sure is, and I may be saying the French word wrong, but uh, Moustral mm-hmm. has 10%, that, but it, but it says that it's more Ristelu, And I think that that's the same thing. We can actually,
1: yeah. I could quickly look it up. Uh, and, we'll, we'll look it up because I'll do a yeah. full review, but yeah, I mean, this was a 2010, but like, I, I was just like, I am not getting what I should from this. And I know yeah. that there's more there. And my wife really liked it. And she oh, does baby. not really like dry wine. But she um, told them about the Grenache that we like to get from El Pensador. Um, oh. And that's kind of how they like advised her on that way. But yeah, so pretty cool and fun there. Um, so did you have an article or did we do enough Childerberg stuff? Uh, that, well,
0: I, I did want to go over one sure. thing. Th- uh, it is Childeberg related, but it's just okay. kind of. I wanted to pimp this because this is kind of the most tasting anarchy part of Childeberg, uh, which is the trip to Spicewood Vineyards. Ah, yes, yeah. So Spicewood. we'll be doing that on Sunday. Uh, mm-hmm. They uh, they are open on Sunday, and we'll probably go do a, a tasting and uh, possibly get a bottle and and just uh, you know share it or try it out there. Um, there are a couple of things that they have that I really like, uh, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have an estate tempered Neo, but that was not one of my favorites that I had from them. Uh, their estate Syrah, I thought was very good. Mm -hmm. And, um, they also have one that's a red blend called the good guy. um, and that one's also a very good one. That one's one of those kind of cool ones that has like the wax dipped top. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I always think those are kind of neat, but Yeah, um, yeah, so those are cool. Those are, they've got a lot of wines there. We also had, uh, a, uh, it was, um, a rosé, I believe that we had.
1: and I think we had a full white. I think we did both. Cause I think they, not like a Sauvignon, but like something, something yeah. on that weird, another profile, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely, um, the vineyard itself in the tasting area is super cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and so for anybody who's kind of in the Texas area, the family that owns Spicewood Vineyards is the Yates family, uh, and they have uh, several different brands of wine in Texas, and they are really um, one of the high-quality producers in Texas. I mean, Texas actually is an up-and-coming state for wine production,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and there is a lot of uh, very high-quality wines, but I think that the, the Yates are pretty well-known as being uh, high-quality producers in Texas And, uh, this is just their, this happens to be just one of their vineyards, Spicewood's vineyard. And, and like Mason was saying, it's a, it's a cool place. It's like, it's actually right down the road from Iron Wolf, but Mm -hmm. it's like down in this like little valley where there's a stream. So like the temperature in the, in that like little area dropped off dramatically. It was, it was cause it was real hot last year. I think it was probably in the nineties. And then when, when we like got out of the van at Spicewood, it was like the, just maybe 80 like it was a massive drop uh
1: yeah they also have a lot more tree cover
0: yeah that's right they do have a ton of tree cover down there and the vineyard's really cool you can kind of walk around the edges and stuff of the vineyard and check that out and that's fun to see now uh sort of related to this uh one thing i wanted to mention was you know we had that big freeze here in texas this year Mm -hmm. and um it was, it was actually beneficial to a lot of producers because it, it does this thing to grapevines where when, when there's like a very big freeze like that, it, it puts them into a kind of a hibernation mode and then they delay putting out buds, which makes the, the growing season a little bit longer into the hot months. So the idea was this year that uh, this would turn out to be like a really good vintage for Texas wines. Well, unfortunately another cold front came through a couple a couple like a month later when a lot of the grapevines just started budding and mm-hmm. killed killed just a ton uh, i don't know if it affected hill country that much but i know that high plains which is the largest growing area in texas was pretty pretty badly impacted by that like second cold front mm-hmm. or whatever that came through um, so I'm just kind of interested, maybe we'll be able to talk to somebody there about that and see what, how it impacted Spicewoods and also if it impacted any of their other vineyards, because I think they have some up in, in, uh, High Plains as well. And it just be mm-hmm. kind of for you and me and for the listeners of this show, I think that would be kind of an interesting, um, just yeah. sort of an interesting thing to know, not necessarily related to like the greater Childeberg, but related to tasting anarchy, I think would just be kind of a fun conversation yeah, or just something uh, interesting to learn about.
1: Yeah, no, that would be really interesting. We also need to talk to Altamarfa and see what happened with them.
0: Yeah, I I talked to Ricky not too long ago, and he said it wasn't uh, – it was actually right after the ice storm, so there may have been a second – that second freeze might have actually impacted him. But I talked mm-hmm. to him right after the the big cold one. He said it wasn't that big of a deal where they were. Um, it mm-hmm. was obviously – it was very cold, but it was not as uh, destructive as it, it was in yeah. uh, like my part of Texas or – actually i guess that san antonio had like was like really severely impacted by it um, yeah I mean, dallas, it was, dallas was but like you know not as not as not as bad like as some of these other like parts
1: west of you guys but west and then south yeah. and over it was like weird like from what i had seen but yeah, yeah.
0: Um, well yep yeah, that's it that's so i did mm-hmm. i mean i just everybody i want you to be excited about spice woods it's a uh, Uh, probably the only vineyard we'll go to this year. Maybe Mm -hmm. we'll think about doing something a little more extensive for Childeberg four, but, uh, with all of the stuff that we have going on, it is just jam packed full of activity. And, uh, so I don't know if, if that's going to be something we'll, I mean, we'll always try to hit one for sure because it's part Mm -hmm. of tasting anarchy, but, um, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do in the future. Spicewoods is a great vineyard though. So if, uh, you guys are interested in wine,
1: come with us. Yeah. And then, uh, check out, uh, the, m- not by the time this releases probably, but I was on Rollo and slappy promoting Cholderberg, And then, uh, we did a quick episode, uh, with Will from peaceful treason promoting, uh, I think Jake's going to probably make an appearance on a show or two possibly, uh, before it comes out yeah. promoting was, it as yeah, well. I was on so, the
0: time. Yeah. I was on timeline earth, uh, I think it came out this past wednesday i think it was uh the the timeline earth that came out on the 12th uh, gotcha so just I'll talking about that, that kind of stuff yeah. yeah so uh cool yeah so ch- see you guys all at schilderberg and stay free
1: stay free everybody